In today's episode, I am sitting down with one of my color analysis clients and Facebook group members to talk more about essences and to get her questions answered in a rapid fire 15 minute power coaching session. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved, discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. Are you struggling with body image, super confused about color analysis, style, how to bring all of that into your wardrobe in a way that feels authentic, makes you feel good, brings out your confidence, and gets you those compliments like, hey, you look so put together? Experimenting with your style can be really fun, but can also feel super overwhelming. That's why I would love to invite you to the free community for Christian women experimenting with style. It is on Facebook. You can find us over there at christianstylecommunity.com. We have daily inspiration challenges focusing on a single outfit item to help you create new outfits and play with new pieces. We have daily prompts to get you thinking about your wardrobe and how to be authentic and what is important to you and what you love. And we just have a great group of women, super sweet, who are really focused on showing up to be the woman that God called them to be, to be authentic, to be beautiful in the way that God created us, and encouraging other women to do the same. That's at christianstylecommunity.com, and I can't wait to see you on the inside. One of my favorite things as a business owner, as an image consultant, is getting to work with my clients one-on-one, getting to answer their questions one-on-one, face-to-face, and really help them get a quick win, um, break through some things they're stuck on. And one of the best ways that we do that is a 15-minute coaching session that I offer as a prize, essentially, in the Facebook group for being the person with the most engagement for the month. So this is something that you can get, you can win um, just by being in the Facebook group and posting, commenting, and liking things. So today I'm sharing a coaching session that I had with my client, Jillian. Um, this is a client that I did color analysis for a couple years ago, and she's been very active and she has a really fun and funky style, but she just had some questions about tuning into her essences, which is a different style category, something that we teach and um, go over in the Radiant Woman Intensive in depth. Um, and she just wanted some clarification on these and then how to bring them into her current wardrobe, how to make it authentic with the life she's living without being someone that she's not. So kick back and enjoy our little chat. All 
right. It's working. Technology is not my enemy today. <laughs> awesome. All righty. Jillian, Jillian, Jillian. Uh, by the way, everybody, she knows, but I have a daughter named Jillian. So I just say that name repeatedly. I've said a couple of times because it's habit as a mom. So before we get started, right quick, tell us how you got this free 15 minutes of coaching. Um, so I believe it was participation within the group. Um, they are commenting, liking, um, I, I try to do that anyway. Um, cause I like, uh, engaging within the group cause it's kind of my little happy place. Um, so it, I kind of bumped it up a step and like tried to make sure I was commenting and hitting every single post. Um, cause I was really excited about this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. All right. So we won't take up your time talking about too much. I just wanted them to share you to share with how you got here. So um, let's talk about well, what, what is your question today? What do you have for me? Um, I think my biggest question has to be, um, and we've talked a little bit about this is the, uh, the authenticity portion of creating style. Um, I think I kind of came to a realization within the last like six months that, uh, Perhaps my ADHD has had me masking my entire life and I'm not sure who I actually am or what my style has actually wanted to be all this time because I was constantly stepping into role after role, um, just trying to get through to the next stop. Okay. So, all right. So my thought would, my thought would be, um, that, especially since you have ADHD. Um, and I know that the brain wants to go all these different places, right? Like, right. Shiny object, shiny object, shiny object. Well, and that's, um, you've seen, I've called myself a trash panda many times in our group because I, I can see beauty and cuteness in just about everything, you know? And of course, then you put it on yourself and you're like, wait a second, this isn't, yep. this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And then you get into this mindset of, negativity right it's like this negative thought loop and you get down yeah. on yourself and it just keeps going on right so we want to avoid those things and so this is my thought for you I think that you should try to focus a heavily focused to focus in on a few things and I made some notes um let me pull them okay. out here um so oops that's not I didn't mean to do that um what just happened Ah, sorry about that. Um, it's okay. My computer screen just went crazy. Um, I have two screens and one of them is, is crazy now. So anyways, let me get back to where I was going. Apparently I just had a shiny object moment there myself. Um, so here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I think that, and you guys can, you can still see me, right? You should not say anything okay, else. Yes. <laughs> okay. So my thought is that, um, I would like for you to spend, to commit to three months, right? I want you to commit to three months of focus. And I know that's hard when you have 80, I just said like the terrible word when you have ADHD, right? <laughs> but that's why I want you to try this for three months. And I want you to think of it as just an experiment um, in, in self-exploration, right? So my first question that I have is, are you using a color palette? Um, trying to. Okay. Uh, I, I think when we initially, when I received it from my color uh, session, um, I was avoiding trying to narrow it down because I really didn't want to narrow down my closet. Um, and I have found over the last year that I am not actually happy with my closet. And so um, I've been trying to at first pull out everything that doesn't fit because I gained weight with perimenopause setting in. Um, and I had left a lot of clothes in there hoping like it would eventually just come off and it's not budging. So they're out. 
Um, and that narrowed down my color palette significantly. And then um, I think I, I'm struggling um, in some of the similar ways that Rebecca does with choice and boredom. Um, so I didn't want to narrow it down too much, but I find that I'm trying to find a smaller um, smaller palette to work within knowing what I actually do like. Okay. So that would be my first recommendation is to see if by the end of three months, you can get to a cohesive color palette. And okay. so I would suggest um, focusing, maybe spend one month focusing on signature colors and then the next month kind of focusing on accent colors. So you can kind of break it up into these pieces. So the first month you're just really thinking about the signature colors and the second month really thinking about the accent colors. Mm. And I would definitely encourage you to take what's in your closet and to flip your hangers too. Yeah. Because then you see what you're wearing, right? That helps you kind of see what you actually are wearing. Um, so that's my first thing is the color palette is my first thing. Um, and then my second thing is um, we talked about essences some last week um, yeah. when you were on the masterclass. Did that give you some clarity? Was there some clarity there on that? It did a little bit. And what I was talking about during that class, like I briefly, I really, really think that I have not seen myself through correct lenses all my life. Um, so I have no idea how to identify anything. Uh, there has been a large part just from, I think the way that I grew up and some like not wanted input from the sidelines uh, kind of convinced me that at least where it comes to beauty, it, it's definitely not on a higher level. It is very basic, uh, cutesy, um, girl next door type of feel. Um, and the mood board, um, when you posted about that, that was like this huge eye-opening moment. Cause I'm like, there is nothing on this mood board that is even remotely cute or girl next door. It's like all of this dark, vivid richness that like, it kind of explodes when you open it up. And I'm like, well, that's different. Um, so it's trying, I'm like, I want to try and find a way to figure that out within my own daily lifestyle. Because if I was like working, I would have like this awesome office wardrobe and that I would know how to incorporate because I've already done that in my life. Um, but like at home as a mom and having the flexibility and the casual need, um, I think that that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, just trying to figure out how something from a dramatic mood board can translate into uh, the more casual aspect and staying flexible in some style. Okay. Well, here are my thoughts. And so what we're kind of talking about here, I've seen your mood board and I've given you my thoughts. I think that yes. we're looking at the romantic essence versus uh -huh. the dramatic actually, which helps um, tremendously, right. To see the difference that they, you know, they have similarities, but the shapes within them are really different. Right. And I can mm -hmm. see it in your headband. Like, and, and that's what I want to say right now. The headband you have on is a really great way to incorporate it because it's functional, right? It's actually right. keeping your hair out of your face. It's doing something um, but it's also got this, I want to tell you today, like in your chambray and your headband, I see like this creative artist. I feel like you're just going to go and like paint a picture all of a sudden, um, oh, nice. your hair's, your hair, your hair's, um, really cute. And you got this fun headband and then you have this like very, like, this is, I'm going to no nonsense with my chambray today. And I love yeah. it. I think it's great. And I think it's incorporating some of those essences that we've talked about playing with a little bit for you. Yes. Um, and, and so of course there is the mix, but I would say things like, and, and this was my next thing I wrote down to share with you is I, I think taking the prints um, that embody that essence, that dramatic lushness, and then just bringing them into basic, simple pieces like shirts 
or mm -hmm. um, accessories like the headband, um, which are very functional and very useful in your daily life. Um, bringing those prints in is going to bring in some of that lushness without you feeling like you're just like Jessica Rabbit, because right. moms don't want to dress like Jessica Rabbit, right? right. It's like a quintessential romantic look, but it's not practical for us every day. Um, and then also I would say that this is kind of one of the things that brings essence into the shapes. Um, a lot of times on the softer end of the essence structure with the romantic and the other two soft ones, um, I find that people with those essences that are dominant tend to prefer their clothing to be more fitted. So looking at things like um, the skinny jeans versus the wide leg jeans that are trending, right? right. Those are going right. to feel, those are going to feel more authentic. Um, another thing would be um, like, I know you wear joggers a lot, obviously. So oh. like sticking with more fitted shapes in the joggers, okay. um, making sure that ankles are tapered, things like that are just going to help to bring the shape out. Um, and if that helps a little bit to clarify. It does. And it's funny that. that you say that. Cause I like, I was having a moment a few weeks ago and I'm like, man, I really miss my colored jeggings. And cause like I had gotten rid of most of them when they didn't really fit, but I didn't replace them cause they weren't really coming back in as like having a fashion moment. Um, and then I'm like, yeah, no, they need to come back. Yes. So I ordered a couple pairs. Yes. Um, like, and I tried the wide leg that did not work out for me. Um, so I've noticed I really was, I was starting to hone in on those things that I really actually do enjoy, um, that do not need to conform necessarily to what's going on in the industry. And that, that really is the key. And it's hard to break away from that sometimes, um, especially if you are distracted by a lot of different things. Yes. Um, and, and you talk about masking, but realistically, when we are copying other styles like that, we are, it is a way of masking, right? Because we think, yes. oh, I want to fit in, or I want to feel younger or look younger and for a lot of different reasons, right? But um, what happens is, and this is one of those like hard truth moments I'm going to spill with everybody right now is that as we get older, we don't really have the luxury <laughs> to do that because no. who we are, we become so, I used to joke, my grandmother would always, she was just who she was right at 90 years old. And I think that's how most of us become. We kind of lose those, those external masks that we put on. Right. And um, the desire and, too. Right. We lose the desire. We just want to be who we are. We've lived our life. We've had enough experiences that we're just done pretending to be somebody else. Yes. Um, and it takes everybody a little bit longer to get to that uh -huh. point. But what happens with our clothes is, is if you're still masking in your clothes while you're trying to be authentic in who you are, there's this discord that happens. Um, yes. And you feel it, but the problem is other people feel it as well. And mm -hmm. so it impacts the relationships that you can have with people because they're sensing something is just not right. Um, right. There's a dissonance there that is being expressed. And so, um, yeah. And so that's when like who you are, like exactly how you were created by God, like the, the specific genetic things. Um, and then the personality things in like that come out in the essence, like we've talked about, like, it's really important to just embrace those um, and be like, you know what, I'm just going to wear skinny. I'm going to wear the jeggings because that's what I like. And it makes me look authentic. And I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I don't like these pants and I'm super uncomfortable because that comes through as well. Um, yes. And so my other thing I would say, since you're talking about buying the jeggings, um, the romantic essence does really well with um the romantic essence does really well in the red color family and I actually have this one out today I know you're a deep winter and so I, I have this opened up today and so I would say too as you're working on your color palette maybe sticking from like this section here um mm -hmm. spending some time focusing I'm not saying get rid of these other colors but spend some time focusing on the reds and the purples and the pinks because that is I see you've got the pinks in your headband today 
the pinks and the reds. And that is really also going to help draw that essence out um, without spending a whole lot of time focusing on like the whole color palette. Um, right. Definitely still use those, but I would say like as you're looking at signature colors like we talked about earlier, um, mm -hmm. definitely try to incorporate some of the pinks and the reds in there because that will help just make it look really authentic. Okay. Yeah, and I, I found too, um, you know, as a mom, a lot of my shopping is thrift store, right? Um, and so as I've been going through this journey, you know, with your blog and with the group and trying to figure out where I fall, um, there are things that are coming back to me, like even from when I was a teenager, things that I liked because I was, I was different. Um, I did not wear what my peers wore and, um, you know, things like slits in the skirts was something that was like an epiphany three nights ago <laughs> that I realized I wanted to start coming back into my closet because I missed them. Um, but in when you're walking into a thrift store, there's not always the luxury of choice. And so you're looking for things that you think that, oh, I think I can incorporate this, or, you know, I really like the color and the look, but, and then I would bring these things home and then they would sit in my closet because every time I would put them on, I'd be like, what is wrong with this? That it is not working. Um, you know, because it, it never occurred to me that I needed to try and narrow down what I was looking for specifically as far as styles, because things just can't pop in and out of your wardrobe like that. Yeah. Um, and so that was really uh, something that was eye-opening as well, because, you know, that's how I've shopped for the entirety of my life in a thrift store. You know, my colors, I knew what looked good on me, what should look good on me. Um, and it just never worked. Yeah. I think that, yeah. So I think that definitely honing in those things and just committing to three months of just being like, I am going to spend the next three months minimi minimizing my style profile, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. We're taking this concept of everything is possible and bringing it down to this is the best choice for me. Right. Um, in the areas of your color palette and really narrowing it down um, to something that's really good for where you're right now. Incorporating the essence, of course, focusing on the reds, the pinks, and purples, I think will help a lot. And then just committing to bringing those prints in, like we talked about too, some of the prints that are, that have that, and all of them are going to have those color schemes as well too. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, um, the shapes of your clothing, I think sticking right. with more fitted shapes, um, they don't have to be like sexy, they just more fitted. Right. Shapes, no, I understand. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And if you love the slip skirts, yeah, looking for some slip skirts. I know. Probably, I would say probably a midi length would probably be good with your Yes, and, and that's what like. I love. Yeah. And it was such a weird thing. I'm like sitting there watching TV and I'm like, oh, why don't I have more of those? Yeah. And I will say, since you like thrifting, um, I do love to go on both Poshmark and Thread Up. Have really Poshmark's great Poshmark's my friend have really great filters for color um, yes. and also um, color. And you can, I, I use color the most probably, but you can yeah. do some with prints too. And of course using them with your brands, but I would definitely use those filters because um, yes. they're going to help you find what you're looking for really well. So does that help you out? Does that give you some direction to move it forward? Does. It okay. does. Um, I just have one more question with the yeah. essences too. Okay. Um, Natural is not out of the picture. Yes. Like, I guess when I'm looking at my style, it's kind of a combo of the, the romantic and the dramatic. And then with like a splash of natural, right? Um, I would say I see the natural in there. I'm not sure what the percentages are yet. I'm, okay. I'm still a little all over the place, but yeah. And so again, like as far as the natural, you're going to want to stick with, I think your romantic is definitely the strongest. So yeah, I think that I that's where you need to focus 
as far as the shape and the silhouette of your clothing, mm -hmm. but with the natural stuff, like a good example is because I also have a romantic and a natural essence. I have a separate third one than you. And so I understand that dichotomy of mixing the two right. together. And so something like, um, like a pair of tennis shoes, right? The white right. tennis shoes are super popular, but they're too natural for me. Right. So what mm -hmm. I have done is to take, um, like a pair of tennis shoes and then make sure they have a romantic print. Right. So right. something like I a leopard, with you. I, I have leopard print. I have some different things like that or um I have a pair they're like a metallic so taking mm -hmm. you know taking that idea of a sportyish natural style and then bringing that romantic essence and putting it on top of it yeah. um and but the chambray looks great on you today and that's a very natural kind of thing but you yeah. got it mixed with the romantic so it's a really nice blend of what and it's got uh, I noticed it's got the dramatic details like I have mm -hmm. another one in my closet that I decided that I did not like and I missed my old one that looked like this so I went and found one that looked like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got that sharp point, which is a, you know, yes, yeah, that kind of westerny feel. Uh, and it's just, well, the westerny is a little bit of the natural too. So you're kind of getting that blend of both. But yeah, just looking at your clothing with a really specific eye for detail and asking, what elements am I seeing in this piece of clothing? Do I see romantic? Do I see natural? Do I see dramatic? And if it's, if you say no to all three of them, I would definitely say that's a no piece of clothing. Okay. Right. Um, and so just analyzing things from that perspective, I think will help as well. Awesome. So, Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Jillian. And I am going to finish it by saying that if you want to win 15 minutes of free coaching with me on anything style you want to talk about, um, all you have to do is be the top contributor for the month. That includes comments, posts, and likes on all the posts. Um, and it tells me that information. I don't have to go find it. So all you have to do is participate and you could be the next style star of the month and hang out with me for 15 minutes. It's worth it. <laughs> Hey there, gorgeous, before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed, be radiant.